When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Going to nursery is a big deal. In fact, I think I found it one of my most wobbly moments as a mum. You worry about whether you're doing the right thing, especially when you have to walk away from a little one that's crying. My guest today is Farah Carwell, who runs Toddler's Den Nursery in Bordesley Green. Farah knows how parents feel when they drop off their babies and children, and she is full of reassuring advice on how to make things easier, not just for the kids, but mostly for the parents too. Welcome back to Brummy Mummies. My name is Zoe Chamberlain. I'm a journalist, author and mum. I launched Brummy Mummies as a community for families to share with you stories from the most inspiring mums and dads to help you find out how they juggle family life and everything that comes with it. I wanted to know how we can prepare our little ones and ourselves actually for starting nursery and what to do when you have a clingy child that doesn't want to let go. I also asked her about all the activities kids get up to all day when their parents are away. So let's get straight into talking to Farah. So going to nursery is a really big deal. What can we do to prepare our little ones for their first day at nursery? I think it it is a big deal um, for first-time parents especially. Um, I think communication is key. So... um, in a way, I, I guess you could um, prepare them the night before. So talk about nursery positive. So in a positive way, tell them um, you're going to nursery tomorrow, not like a surprise for them. So kind of let them know where they're going and how how much fun it's going to be and mommy's going to be or daddy's going to be with you. Just reassure them, I guess. Um, that would be a good way to kind of prepare them. So it's interesting you say the night before. So is it best not to do it well in advance? Because kids don't really have that much content, concept of time, do they, little kids? Yes. So they, they're always um, doing something. And, you you know, just before the night, speak to them um, to let them know tomorrow. So they've got something excited to do. So in their heads, they're thinking um, in the morning they, they've got somewhere to go. Um, so they, they're prepared so, and what about for babies or for, you know, very small children? So for very small children, um, I think for babies especially, um, you can't really prepare them a night before. But I guess um, what you can do is um, have that preparation um for yourself. And, you know, because a lot of parents do, feel, it's more the parents, I guess. So what we do at the nursery, um, so um, before the first day, we do settling in sessions. So um, we do um, one hour. Um, so we separate it three days uh, in a week. So it could be any um, any day that they pick. Uh, it's either a morning session or an afternoon session, depending on the child. Um, so it's a parent. Sometimes the children like to sleep in, so they're more of an afternoon baby, or it's a morning baby where they're, where they're super energetic in the morning. So the parents, it, dep- it depends on the um, 
a child's needs. So the parent um, kind of books in the morning session or the afternoon session, an hour. So they come in, they go into their room that they will be going into. So it's either the baby room, the toddler's room or the preschool room. And they have that experience. So um, which is them leaving their parent. And that's the big thing. Uh, and going into um the room that they're going to be in. And um that's one thing um we do before um first days. So before they have a full day or a half a day, they um have that one hour to sometimes parents come in as well. So parents do um kind of uh pop in as well, um, let them settle in, let them calm down, and let them start to do an activity and then slowly, slowly step out and let them be alone. <laughs> that's a really good idea. I mean, I think sometimes it feels like an even bigger deal for us as parents than it is for our little ones. What do you think we can do to prepare ourselves for dropping our children off at nursery for the first time? So I'd say to be strong um, and prepare for tears. And I would also say um, once they do start to... um, to cry, to reassure them. That's one thing. Communication is definitely a key to let them know that um, you'll be back. Just keep a positive um, smile. Um, again, I know that it is quite scary. Um, just have trust in the nursery staff. Do you find that you have parents crying sometimes when they drop their kids off? Yes, um, we do have some parents that are more scared than the child. The child will be going in perfectly fine, all happy, running through the door, whereas a parent is, um, can I just wait in the reception area? And we're like, that's perfectly fine. Are they okay? Just asking every five minutes, which is perfectly fine. And we, we understand as well, because obviously having them let go of their child that they've been with every single day um, and let, letting them have, um, letting them have that alone time and going out to explore they they feel um they feel like oh my god are they okay are are, are they um having fun are they are they not crying and when they see that and we do let them pop in and just look through the door and they feel okay they're like oh my god they're actually playing they're actually interacting um they're okay and then they feel a bit more better and then they pop back out um and then they say okay um they feel a bit more better so they they just um, sit down and they just wait or they kind of come back for the hour and then go if that's the settling in session but when it's the first day sometimes the child does um, does start the whole situation again where they uh, where they cry um, and do the let go kind of thing where they just uh, they they can't they still get a bit clingy so um, the parent does get a bit anxious as well but again you just have to start it over all over again and just be strong and just let them go (laughs) yeah because it can really vary from child to child can't it because I know we've been talking about first time at a nursery but I had no problems with my first child he was he happily went into nursery but my second one was really clingy and used to just cry and scream every time I dropped him off which it's heartbreaking for a mom isn't it to just leave them and the nursery staff would say he's he stops as soon as you walk out the door he's absolutely fine (laughs) (laughs) what can you do in that situation when you as you say it can happen again and again and again so if the if the child is crying and doesn't quite stop. We do let the, let the uh, parent come in 
and you know how we do it with the uh, with the settling in sessions we kind of do that again with the um first day so just to let them uh, know that they are going to have mom there or dad or uh, have any uh, any um person that they feel more comfort with so um they they can go in with them and they you can see the child would be holding the hand as tight as possible um and they they slowly slowly let go once mom or dad sit down with them uh, and they they slowly slowly once they get a bit comfortable sometimes it takes five minutes sometimes it takes 10 minutes sometimes it takes half an hour it depends on each child um but slowly slowly once they feel more com- comfortable and with a member of staff um, once they feel a bit more comfortable with them as well, then we slowly, slowly start to let the parent co- go back into the reception area and um, see if they see if they're okay. And sometimes that that works. That definitely works. As mo- mostly does work. Um, and then if they do feel a bit, uh, if they do get a bit um, unsettled, we do let the parent come back. And then the parent does feel a bit more um, relaxed as well because they know that they can go back and forth to see. Um, if their child is okay and that, that that does work as well because um at least they know mommy mommy or daddy is going to be back and do you think they pick up on parents vibes as well i know i was really conscious and careful all the time to be really upbeat and positive and saying oh it'll be fine i never let him see that it was upsetting me until I got out the door, <laughs> and then <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> um, yes, that's definitely one thing. Children do shadow; they do watch, and your um, if your energy does uh, reflect on them. And if you um, if you are quite scared and nervous, and they can see that, they will feel that too. And it, like I said, it, when it comes to um, when it comes to um, the first day, um, if you give off a positive vibe, they would be um, definitely having that positive energy. Seeing uh, if, if they see the reactions on your face, or facial expressions, a hundred percent, they are watching that um, and seeing how you're feeling as well. So if you're talking about it in a happy, jolly way, that mommy's here, daddy's here, um, we're waiting for you, and um, just. You know, you're going to make lots of friends and just giving them that um, reassurance that they, they're perfectly fine. So I think that definitely does um, reflect a lot on the child. And then in a couple of weeks time, it all blows over and they are having a blast, aren't they? Yes, they're running through the doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, bye, bye, mommy. Bye, daddy. <laughs> yes. So you have to be one of Birmingham's youngest nursery owners. You opened Toddler's Den when you were just 22 years old, which is amazing. How did you find that experience and what were parents' reactions to you, your age at opening the nursery? It was 50-50, I'd say. Um, you'd have some parents that did question um, because obviously seeing how young I was at the time, um, but then you did have some parents that actually gave a chance because I know um, when I first started, we only had four children. And that was something to me that was, oh, my God, other nurseries have lots of lots of uh, children. And I've only got four, but I was so happy with them. And honestly, I, I gave it my all. And parents did see it and a lot of parents uh, gave it a chance. And I am grateful for all those parents that actually believed in me and believed in the nursery and the staff. And um, now 
from four children we've got 45 so honestly so it is it is a big thing and they have had faith in me so uh, and my staff as well so it is a big thing and I am quite happy uh, it, it's it's just it's just something that you have to make sure that you're not um putting yourself down you just make sure you just keep going and again it's just keeping that positive it you will have days where you think oh my god so and so and some that things will get to you but honestly it if you keep pushing yourself you'll get there honestly and that's something I did and I am actually quite happy it's been it's going to be three years now (laughs) so and and I'm quite happy I've seen I've seen a big difference and I've learned a lot (laughs) it's grown a lot hasn't it in 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 less than three years so I know you've won an apprenticeship connect award and you've taken on two apprentices as well, haven't you? They're just 19 and 20. How important is it for you to support young people? It's a huge thing to support uh, young people as you have to ensure that um, they have options um, to make sure that they have different pathways. And again, with the Apprenticeship Connect, um, to having apprentice- apprentices, it's having given them that opportunity to have the real life nursery experience and having that ability to uh, be able to explore as well as um, having other members of staff and children exploring. You've got um, the apprentices as well that you have to watch um, how things are. So it's like they have that experience to lead activities, to actually interact with the children, to see how it is, um, how um, how nursery is in reality, so that they can have that feel um, that, you know, they, they have that way to grow as well. So I think that's a big, big thing to kind of um, give them the, the chance to have that experience and just the reality of it, I guess. Yes. Oh, yeah, there's nothing like hands-on experience it's much better than reading something from a book yes definitely (laughs) what kind of activities do children at your nursery do each day so my team do um in the moment planning so with that they have alongside the children's interests so what we do uh it it depends on the um the children's um special events so we have an app on uh, in the nursery so the parents interact on there so the staff update the parents and the parents update the staff um and they let they take pictures they let um they let the parents know sorry other parents if they give permission it depends um but uh they let the the staff know what the child's been doing on the, the weekend so it's just the child's interest so if it's like they've gone to the seaside so they do stuff about the seaside uh things like that and it's uh, it depends on what happens on the in the weekend that's that's things that they do also it's what the child children are interested in. it, it children are interested in random things and it's like a circle time when they have and they talk about that so it, it it's on everything that a child is interested in that's such a good idea to make it really personalized like that. I love that. Yes. Um, so it's, so with that, they, uh, so we have like tough trays and that's when they do a, um, do a activity. So uh, on there, it's, it depends on, uh, the, uh, we, we, we could do with sensory. We could do with messy play. We could do with little, little different things. Um, what children are interested in right now because it's almost summer. Um, <laughs> You've got the water play is a big thing and anything to do 
just going into the garden plate, having fun, having a little bit of a mess. Um, that's what they love. And these are the things what we try to do. So we like that we see their interests and um, then what they enjoy as well. That's the main thing. And um, to see if they're happy with that and just go ahead and do what, what they like. <laughs> so do you try to get them outside quite a bit? Yes. I mean, they do like any reasons to go outside and that's something they they should do they should experience every sort of weather i know some parents do feel like uh, it's quite cold for them that that's why we ask them to prepare themselves for like a raincoat um just to make sure they experience everything um so snow rain sun <laughs> everything that fresh air is so good for kids isn't it definitely and they're very energetic so 100 <laughs> percent. and what about routines for babies so for babies, we have individual routines. So it's not fit for every single baby, purely because each baby is different. Um, it's for what each child and their needs. So some some of the parents do pop in and say the child hasn't slept or hasn't eaten or hasn't had breakfast or um, is needs to have some food. So we kind of uh, make sure that's that's obviously done. Um, as well as um, with the with the with the babies, it's it's quite important that they have that um that messy place sensory um and water and a uh, rice place so with that they they kind of have interaction so they can touch feel everything and you know so they they're learning in a way where they're more comfortable um and also baby yoga as well <laughs> oh that's nice <laughs> so things to do to, to to help them grow i guess so the routine with them is quite it's individual for each child so for each baby um they have different different routines so it depends on how the uh the parent would like us to do it in a sense where um we do ask the parents um what the what the child likes so we, when we do um register the children we ask um for um a little form where it says all about my child all about me so some children um like to have comfort things where some of them have a teddy bear that they come in with and like again with babies as well they have a blanket or they have little toys that they feel more comfortable so with with that we can help them as well and again it's um for which each baby um what their needs are and what about sleeping because i know sometimes that's concern to parents that babies will be trying to have a nap time and they're in a room with lots of different cots and different babies crying how, how do you manage that um so with babies um if they're sleeping and we've got um other other babies that are awake we we do have um some sometimes it depends on d- different ages some babies the, mostly the babies that are um are wide awake are the ones that are going to be prepared to go into toddler room so what we do is sometimes introduce them into toddler room and um as long as obviously ratios are okay we we go in and let them have that explore whilst the other babies do um have their nap time and just have enough sleep um but again, when it comes to when it comes to parents um, asking for um, having enough sleep and making sure that they don't sleep all day, we we tend to give them that at least at least have that sleep and then wake them up so that they can have that um, routine again. So where they know that okay, it's time for. Um, time for uh, dinner or it's time for an activity so they can get get into that 
I guess. <laughs> and what about food? Do you supply food or do you ask parents to bring in packed lunches? So with food, it's uh, it depends on the parent. Some parents like to have uh, packed lunches um, purely because some ch- most children are picky eaters and they do feel like... Um, they they don't eat anything else but when they once they come into nursery and they see other children eating nursery dinners they actually stop eating the pack, uh, the packed lunches and they actually try and eat um uh, nursery dinners and that's something we've seen quite a lot and parents normally first bring in packed lunches because they feel that pe- uh, the children are picky eaters but afterwards once they see their friends eat um nursery dinners they kind of slowly slowly stop and actually eat uh, nursery dinner so it's something really it depends on the child and it depends on the parents so um whichever they feel they feel comfortable with and that's really developing social skills isn't it so do you think that coming to nursery is really important for developing social skills ready for school definitely um we have had um a lot of children with um with that sort of issue where they um have global delay purely because of the whole um pandemic as well um you they stayed at home um and they didn't really interact much and i and there is one thing that is pet peeves for us nurse staff um is that the most parents do kind of give the tablet and that's what they're quite used to and they haven't actually interacted with other other children so they quite they they cry a lot. They, um, so when it comes to interaction, they, they, they're quite clingy. They quite, um, they just want to be left alone. But once they actually come into nursery, they interact with other children. They, they play and explore in different areas. And you see as well with, with their speech, they're quite talkative as well. Once the first, when they first come, they, um, they don't talk and parents are quite concerned about their speech. Uh, but once they slowly start to settle in, they, we do have a lot of parents that, um, that do say to us, um, they have seen a big difference in their speech and in their interactions with their other siblings or with, um, other members of family or friends as well. When they go over on the weekend, they say that we have seen a quite a big difference since they've been coming into nursery because they've had that time to explore. They've had that time to kind of interact with other children and members of staff. So it's quite a big thing where like they're interacting with children and adults. So, um, they, they are quite happy with that as well. And it can help boost their immune system as well, can't it, to mix with other children? I know from seeing kind of other other kids starting primary school reception without having gone to nursery, they seem to catch every bug that's going, whereas it's quite good that when kids come to nursery, they do boost their immune system. Yes, and they've got that um, head start, I guess. Um, So they they know what's going on. They have a routine as well. So they know um, what to expect. And they've got that in their minds. So they know that they're used to this sort of environment. And it's quite good for um, to get them ready to start for school as well. Yes. So we have a series of questions that we ask all of our guests. So um, I'll ask them of you now. Uh, you're 24 now. We always ask our guests, what are two things that you would tell your 18-year-old self if you had the chance? Which I guess you've done a lot. In, in the last six years. <laughs> so what would you tell your 18-year-old self if you had the chance? Um, I would say don't stress. Uh, <laughs> to to stay calm and not to stress. Um, I think when we're 18, we 
we kind of we're at we're at this point in our life where we think oh my god what what's the next that what we're going to do and um because we're younger adults in that way and we it's it's a big step people are doing all sorts of different things everyone's going into different pathways um and you do get um a bit scared a bit frightened and you don't know where you're going to be but just it's okay just put your head down and just do what you want to do and you'll get there just believe in yourself I guess (laughs) yes yeah sound advice and what are three things you love to do every day what gives you a great start end or routine to the day um three things so I do I honestly do love going into nursery seeing parents seeing the children just seeing them all happy um and just just having that um just having that moment as well just going in and you know sometimes you sit back and you you think oh my god like this is everything you wanted and and that's one thing I do like to do um it does give me that positive vibe so so sometimes if you do have a bad day you know you can sit there and say you know you've got something going good just even little things like a child will come up to you and just say the most funniest thing and just makes your day so that's one thing um also uh I just, um, again, just interacting, I guess, um, you know, with friends and family as well. So that's just, that's one thing as well. And, um, when I come home, uh, one thing I honestly do is how I de-stress. I do pray. So, um, I, I do pray and thank God for just being grateful. And, um, and I, I do feel that that helps as well. So sometimes it's, it, it does make me feel, um, a bit more blessed and a bit more uh, relaxed that I've had that moment to talk to God to thank him and um you know I I would say uh, alhamdulillah <laughs> so which means thank you God uh, in my um religion so yes that's something I do um and I feel like that helps me um that helps me quite a lot just to have that have that time and to actually um just be thankful so that's one thing I definitely do. <laughs> and what would be the one piece of advice you'd give to a mum or dad who's worried about their child starting nursery? Um, it can be scary. You have to be strong and just trust your gut and it'll all be okay. That's great advice. Well, it's been great to talk to you, Farah, and I wish you lots of success in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You can read more of Farah's tips on the Birmingham Live website and on the Brummy Mummies Facebook and Instagram pages. You can find out more about her nursery on her Facebook page, which is Toddler's Den LTD. Brummy Mummies is a laudable production, which you can download or stream on all major podcasting platforms, including Spotify and Apple. Please share this episode with anyone who may find it useful. You might also like to listen to our episode on baby sleep with Lisa Lamb. Be sure to follow Brummy Mummies on social media and sign up to our free newsletter. See you next time.